0: Previously on *Booze and Buffy*.
1: It's this like it's this dark paisley sort of thing that kind of remind me of the carpet on in my basement. Like it's not it's not bad for carpet, but it's bad for a shirt. She's like, "Oh, I'm gonna call the police." And then my favorite moment in the episode, she just grabs
0: the telephone and just rips it off the wall. <laughs> so, Jason, what do you what what do you? gandhi impression welcome
1: back to booze and buffy a podcast where we are watching and discussing every episode of buffy the vampire slayer one by one we'll be spoiling the current episode that we're talking about but we will keep spoilers we will keep spoiler free from future episodes i'm jason and i just made a really cool drink that i'm going to share with you all later
0: i am harrison and i'm a dead cat in a basement Jason, tell me what episode we're watching today.
1: Harrison, we are watching season three, episode two, Dead Man's Party. This is the one where people make bad decisions <laughs> and there are some crazy nods to Night of the Living Dead and Pet Cemetery. <laughs>
0: Just one or two, I think. Uh, Dead Man's Party was written by Marty Knoxon and directed by James Whitmore Jr. and originally aired on October 6th, 1998. All right, so Jason, I can see your drink kind of, like, in the corner of your screen. Tell me what you've made. It looks very good.
1: I, I feel like I'm going to take credit for, like, doing half the work, but it's a Singapore sling, okay. and um, do you remember that uh, when you were drinking, like, that ready-made um, cocktail thing, but it was... Uh, the blue one? Yeah. That was nasty? Yeah, <laughs> I have that set, and this is the one that called for gin, so I... Got my drink mixer out, threw this and some gin and some ice into a shaker, and yeah, now we got that.
0: I love those little those little pre-mix sets. This is actually... They are, they're fantastic. This is
1: actually the first one that I'm drinking from this set, so we'll see how it goes.
0: Yeah, there's some good ones in there. Um, the um, There's like a peach Bellini that's really good.
1: Okay, so it's really funny. I do have like a little bottle of champagne in my fridge, so were I to actually do that, like... I would have the correct ingredients and not just like, very oh nice. alcohol. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that felt like a dig at me, but okay. Um, uh, so I am drinking a gin and tonic. Ah, a uh,
1: classic Harrison drink.
0: Classic Harrison. Um, it is heavy on gin because I had very little tonic left. Um, <laughs> And I originally was going to drink a PBR because we had some PBRs last night and I thought there was one left. And I was like, this feels like a PBR episode. But, um, Ooh,
1: good way to describe it. <laughs>
0: um, but it was, uh, apparently one of us drank it last night. So, um, <laughs> apparently
1: one of us. <laughs> wow.
0: I don't know who. Your night speaker. Could crazy. have gone either way. <laughs> all right um so it's my turn to do the toast it is so i'm gonna do our toast to pat uh joyce's uh dearly departed friend pat
1: oh yeah she was actually really nice
0: she well okay (laughs) we'll get there but i was gonna say uh to pat you didn't deserve to die but i was kind of glad when you did
1: (laughs) oh harrison
0: you're right, she was nice, but she was irritating.
1: Yeah, nice people tend to be that way too, so <laughs>
0: Alright, cheers. Cheers.
1: Cheers. Ooh. It's actually pretty tasty. Ooh. Oh. It is um it is just, just like Jenny. it is just like the uh the youngest Weasley child, Red and Ginny. <laughs>
0: That's the stupidest thing I have ever heard you say. Really? No. It's not. <laughs> <laughs> There's gotta be
1: stuff that's actually stupid and not just, oh, this is a funny joke. <laughs> um
0: Like, like right. for instance,
1: I didn't know what a power bottom was. <laughs>
0: uh that was that was just one of my favorite moments of my life
1: <laughs> of your life wow of
0: my life and putting putting like as we were having that discussion i was like oh my god this is our promo for the week <laughs> like <laughs> um so as always, All right. glad um, oh. to have been a part of it so we had some technical difficulties last week hopefully you didn't notice. I did my best to, in <laughs> editing to try to make it seem like as seamless as possible. I trust you. Um, but um, in all of that madness, we forgot to do a drinking game for Anne. Oh, we did. Um. So, Jason, do you want to do a drinking game for Anne real quick before we dive into Dead Man's Party?
1: Take a drink anytime somebody's doing something that they're not particularly good at.
0: Okay. All right. I like that. I like that. Um, I'm going to say take a drink anytime Lily slash Anne is kind of like, like cute, sad. <laughs> um, cute, sad. Like, <laughs> like she says something really depressing, but it's like, Oh honey. um, yeah, that's my drinking game for a There you go. All right. All right. So uh, let's dive in to Dead Man's Party. So
1: I've actually been dreading this episode. Not be- oh, really? Not because it's bad. It's not It's not like an all-time Buffy hit. It's also not like the worst of Buffy. It's very yeah. like mid-level Buffy. Middle of the road. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I. I was dreading it this time because I remembered what it was about. And I also realize that I relate super hard to it, like uncomfortably, oh, yeah. like at an uncomfortable level. I'm like, oh, no. Um,
0: which, if you don't mind me asking, like which part?
1: Well, basically uh, Buffy's whole storyline of um, mm-hmm. she's coming back after like having run away and um, she's trying to get things back to normal, but uh, it's not that easy. And, um, I've kind of been, like, a loner a lot of my life, um, so whenever things get kind of tough, um, I'm always tempted, like, my first go-to response is to, like, internalize it and keep it all, like, inside and deal with it myself, um, partially because, um, at the moment, I probably don't, like, really trust people with these details, but also, Mm -hmm. um... Also, it's just like, it's just kind of like the go-to, I don't want people to deal with it. Like, I don't want to be a burden on other people. I like to think yeah. that I've grown, especially over the last couple of years, um, out of that. But uh, yeah, there, there have been some times in the last couple of years that I've done just this. And there are times that I do not like the way that Buffy's friends react um, to this situation
0: oh my gosh it's but it's mm. also
1: incredibly true to life because um, in particular like a group of people that i worked with kind of had this reaction when i was kind of like internalizing a lot of my stuff too so yeah it was like i said it was an uncomfortable watch because damn did it hit close to home
0: yeah it is no one really comes out of this episode looking very good except Giles. um uh, Giles and um and Oz and Cordelia we, we um, learned that
1: Giles can uh we learned that Giles can hotwire a car
0: yes um so fun bit of trivia um that the scene of him hotwiring the car was cut out of the um uh the UK broadcast because it was a quote imitatable act um okay so I mean, um, a lot
1: of things in in uh, TV and movies are so. Yeah, <laughs> just put the jackass disclaimer in front of it, like, please do not attempt any of this at home, including resurrecting a dead cat.
0: <laughs>
1: uh. <laughs> hey, you know what? Let's just dive into the um, episode because we're like, just yeah, we're just dancing around it. Let's let's dive into this uncomfortable cake.
0: Yeah. So um, the episode begins. I'm I think it's the same day. Like, it's that evening that Buffy got home. Yeah, because she's just, like, going um, into
1: her room and everything. Um, yeah. I'm pulling up the Buffy wiki for reference. Ooh. Yeah, usually <laughs> you're the one who does this. Um, <laughs> you can do it, too. Oh, so, like, the first thing uh, that she... That Joyce is doing... Like, yeah, because Buffy's, like... Buffy's, like, putting her stuff back in her room. And mm. then she, like, goes to talk to her mom... And her mom's hanging an incredibly scary-looking mask on the
0: wall. Yeah. So it's Nigerian. And I'm I'm just going to move us past the, like, of course, this weird <laughs> relic is from Africa and white people are hanging it in their home. <laughs>
1: uh, oh, just, man. Just... Joyce is totally one of those people. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but it's... Like, it's ugly it's it is it, it does it, not match it, the decor of her room it really room. is it's, like
1: it you walk into that room and you see that it sticks out like a sore thumb like right i can understand putting like tribal masks and stuff on there but not ones that look like they're about to like kill you which in yeah. fact they actually
0: do try to kill you <laughs> um and the other thing is she got this from the gallery which is like did she steal it from the gallery? Did she um <laughs> but did she like buy it? Like just running an art gallery doesn't mean you just get to take art home. Like that's not a perk. I I don't know, maybe it is. Um, yeah, cuz I mean it's not maybe... like she was
1: holding onto it for the museum cuz she was ready to like display that thing,
0: right? I don't know. Maybe like the whoever runs like the MoMA gets like on his first day they're like okay you can take home this picasso or this matisse and (laughs) always go uh, for the record i would pick a matisse i
1: would pick a matisse nice yeah i feel like picasso is just so basic
0: super basic (laughs) um buffy wants to um go hang out or go find willow and xander and um (laughs) joyce has uh she just has this great line will you be slaying and Buffy responds only if they give me lip (laughs) Um, which yeah I love that line but it does you know it is a little bit of um a little bit of foreshadowing of where this episode goes is um, because
1: there's a lot of lip (laughs) they
0: give her a lot of lip um and she uh doesn't slay them um she does very little to defend herself in the episode. I think that's one of my issues with the episode. Well, there's, like, is like, nobody
1: there to defend her. Um, yeah, like it is a pile-on. Yeah, and that's, that's like, why... That's why, like I said, everybody makes poor decisions in this episode. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, we'll, we'll need to get to that. I feel like that's going to be yeah. where, like, the meat of our discussion <laughs> is. But, uh, yeah. but, yeah, Buffy finds... Um, Buffy's like following this guy who looks, who's doing mm. the lurky thing, and lurky. Uh, and it turns out that it's Xander. Um, mm-hmm. And Z- I think you mean Night Hawk. Uh, <laughs> God, what a what a fucking Chad name to do. <laughs> That's right, everybody. The Chad alert is back for season uh, yeah, three. Yeah,
0: we, ha- we didn't have one last week. Um,
1: it uh, yeah, I-, I feel like I feel like last week the. The Scoobies were, like, a little too preoccupied with everything. And I feel like mm-hmm. Xander wasn't doing anything extremely douchey. Um, maybe, I maybe when that, he immediately like, suggested that Cordelia be bait.
0: That's what I was going to say. It's like, wow, Xander literally uses his girlfriend as vampire bait. And that's not... We're, we're considering that on, like, the lower end of his bad behavior. Like... <laughs>
1: I mean, God, we just like seriously need Jenny Calendar around. Just be like Xander, go to class. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Jenny Calendar's ghost just periodically pops, and she was seen Xander go to class.
1: Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, um, um, yeah, and uh, like everybody, and Buffy's shocked because everybody else is like decked out in vamp-killing mm-hmm. gear, and uh, they're on their walkies, and. Um, and yeah, and, and Buffy, like, Buffy kills the, uh, Buffy kills the vampire. I think, like, yeah. one of my favorite ones might be when they're in the middle of the fight and Cordelia's like, oh, hey, Buffy!
0: <laughs> yes! Well, because the vampire has, like, chucked Xander, Willow, and Oz into, like, a pile, but he pushes Cordelia towards Buffy, and Buffy, like, catches her, and that's what she's like, hi, Buffy! <laughs> <And> it's, <laughs> it's really good, and then, like... Buffy just throws Cordelia onto the Scooby pile. Oh
1: god, is <laughs> so great.
0: Um, I was going to say, Cordelia is one of the people who comes out a little better in this episode. I mean,
1: she does have, like, her bad moment, but it's, like, honestly something that we've come to suspect of yeah. Cordelia. Like, it, it's, her, it's not her... really malicious at all, it's more like a... Uh, yeah, it's more like well, she's kinda... trying
0: to defend Buffy. Yeah. Actually, yeah, like she, she also, just goes about it. She Also can't the read the room. <laughs> yeah. uh, uh, not reading rooms is a recurring trait for our beloved Cordy. Yep, yeah.
1: but we love her though.
0: <laughs> um, Much
1: more than Xander. <laughs> they
0: um, they go to Giles's apartment. Ooh ooh! Um, look at the
1: look at what the Buffy wiki says. Everyone I see Everyone it. heads to Giles's apartment where he puts on the usual stiff upper lip when he sees that Buffy has returned. <laughs> oh my gosh, I can't believe I haven't been reading this along with you before. Oh my gosh, it's the <laughs> best. It's like a treasure like... trove. <laughs> um,
0: we learn that Buffy is no longer wanted for murder, so that's a little plot point just kind of swept under the rug. <laughs> just... there's,
1: a, um, there's a really beautiful scene, like a Giles is keeping the stiff upper lip, but, like, um, <laughs> Until he's out of the room. Yeah, yeah. Oh, and it says, like, Giles nearly cries relief from the relief, and, mm-hmm. yeah, like, just that point, like, I mean, what, what more can be said about Anthony Stewart Head that we haven't said already? He's just wonderful. He's he, so good. Yeah, and he he gets he totally nails the, um, adopted father, um... Yeah. Aspect, which is Hey, that was one of the reasons why Joyce was pissed in the last episode.
0: Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. We, uh, this, see, this scene is really nice. Um, Everyone's getting along. Um, It's, um, you've got that tension underlying, but it hasn't really bubbled over yet. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. So, and I think everyone's also just kind of riding on this, this high that Buffy's back yeah um so they're you know the kind of this resentment that we see later hasn't really hasn't really set in yet um the next day at school um buffy and joyce have a meeting with principal snyder it, and he oh my god
1: I'm, he's I'm, just... now has has joyce interacted with principal snyder before i'm trying to remember yes okay
0: i know she definitely talked to him in school hard right um at the parent teacher conference but we don't really see that interaction he like he meets her and he's like we need to talk and then they they go off and have a conversation off screen yeah but like it's um
1: yeah just truly maliciously yeah.
0: oh no they're they're also in that episode they're the one they're like, trapped together while the vampires are attacking the school so yeah they interact quite a bit in that episode
1: yeah and um god man Sire's just such an asshole
0: oh my god he he is like getting off on on being a dick to Buffy and yeah. like he even says it gives me a tingly feeling which is gross yeah um you know that it makes it just makes me think of um you know on arrested development when they um they say something along the lines of like Lucille gets off on being withholding and then later in the like she finds out, and later in the episode she has like the candy bar, and she's like, "Do you want a candy bar buster?" And then she goes, "No, I'm withholding. Look at me getting off." <laughs> like, God, that's, that's how I feel like I I about Snyder. That
1: show to people, it's just comedy gold. The it is such a
0: perfect are. three season show that yeah. only has three seasons. Mm-hmm. I mean. Um, it's Indiana Jones has three movies. Arrested Development has three seasons, and they're better off for it. Um, But yeah,
1: and like yeah, Snyder he um he's very much like keeping Buffy out of Sunnydale High, and like as you said, like being delightful about it. Like I love this so much, and Joyce is pissed.
0: Oh. I love, I love like angry, like mama bear Joyce in this moment. Uh it's it's great. Um she threatens to take this matter all the way to the mayor. Um And you know what's funny? And
1: I completely forgot that that's a little important for this season mm-hmm. until she said that I'm like, oh, that's this season. And yeah yeah
0: and this is i think our third kind of ominous mention of the mayor i remember we got one in becoming part two
1: and i think there was one like in the episode before becoming like uh in go fish i think might have been Uh yeah (laughs) i don't (laughs) so it um, might have been i only have eyes for you
0: yeah i i think it was i only have eyes for you because i think it's um i think it's after they have to like Shut the school down after the snake slash wasp infection infesta, in, oh, infestation. There you go. Um, so so yeah. Um, we'll just we'll just tuck that little nugget into our pocket. Um, but yeah,
1: and like I mean, at this point, it doesn't seem like things are going too badly for Buffy. I mean, you knew that Snyder was gonna be an asshole, but then like um yeah, the previous night when they were at Giles, like um she was trying to like set up like. Kind of hanging out sessions with everybody mm-hmm. and uh she like and so that's when like people start turning a little awkward and but like willow agrees to um meeting up with buffy here's mistake number one willow stands buffy up and mm-hmm. that is that is not cool like you have a friend who is clearly um who's clearly suffering and who really needs you And if you are not feeling up to it, then you have to tell them like, "Hey, I don't think I'll be up to it." Don't like agree to it and then back out the last minute with like zero explanation until after it happens. Like that's that's just rude. Like yeah, and and I do have to remind myself, even though the actors aren't teenagers, (laughs) um, they are very they are still teenagers, and this this be what teenagers be like sometimes
0: the teenagers be like this yes i it's one of the things i do find frustrating about this episode too is i do think the scoobies and joyce have some legitimate grievances yeah um but just nobody is communicating in a healthy productive manner um but again we're gonna get to that yeah um (laughs) buffy goes home and this is where we meet pat
1: yeah so Pat, Pat. Pat is Pat, Pat is this uh, person who has been like kind of helping Joyce um, when Buffy wasn't there, and she's like the good neighbor and um, mm-hmm. like State Farm, uh, <laughs> Pat, but uh, I don't I don't hate Pat for what she does in this episode because like she was clearly help for Joyce when she needed it, and that's mm-hmm. good because. Even though Joyce has made some terrible things, said some terrible things in the past couple episodes, um, we still want her to be okay. And Mm -hmm. uh, but yeah, like and actually, Pat's kind of got Cordelia can't read the room scenario. Like
0: oh yeah, she immediately when she meets when she meets Buffy, she immediately is just like oh yeah i've been helping you since you abandoned your mom and your mom's been feeling really shitty about it and buffy's like thanks all you have now to i say, feel shitty
1: all you have to say is here's what she should have said she should have said oh hi um i've been helping your mom for the past couple months i'm sure that she's gonna be like feeling a lot better now that you're back that's yeah, all right? that's all she needed to say and she's an adult She should know (laughs) better. Like I mean, I'm giving the benefit of the doubt to the kids and the teenagers, but she should know better. God.
0: Um, Another thing about Pat is um, she apparently belongs to like every club in town Mm -hmm. Um, because she's she met uh, Joyce in book club, Uh, but she also mentions being in like a Spanish club where they're making empanadas and. She makes, like, a third reference to some, like, class she's taking or... Yeah, I can like, remember I have a very, the top of my head. Yeah, I have a very clear picture of Pat's life. She's the type of person who goes down to the community center and signs up for everything. Yeah. Um Because oh, she um, she's, has... Oh, she's
1: Allison from Orphan Black.
0: <laughs> oh, my God. she She's Allison from Orphan Black, but she is decidedly and perpetually single yeah <laughs> <laughs> um, and would never ever sell drugs
1: i don't know we don't know what's in those empanadas <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's true we know she likes schnapps
1: by the way <laughs> um we filmed this on uh, what the 20 today's the 22nd of um, April, so happy 420, everybody.
0: Um, happy 420, yeah. which was when we were originally going to uh, to record yeah. our episode, and then uh, had some. I don't. Those two. I was like those two days ago. Was I was like conflicts. I can't even remember yeah, like, why. I was like I, I had
1: something come up. It, unfortunately, <laughs> it was not weed related.
0: <laughs> Too bad. Yeah. Um. This is when um choice. Wants to. Um, uh, she wants to have the Scoobies and Giles over for like a welcome back dinner. Um, and see,
1: that's that's a good that that's a good move by mm-hmm. Joyce. Like that's like, hey, let's get everybody together. I don't know if like I'd like to think that she's not secretly planning like, oh, now we can all gang up on her. Um, but no, no, she like see, she's really trying.
0: I think this episode would have gone very differently had they just had, a, like, a sit-down dinner with just the group, and they probably could have had a healthy conversation. Um, if, instead of, you know, what the Scoobies pull. Um, but we'll get there. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, yeah, they want to so, have, like, a
1: nice dinner, and they need um the fancy plates.
0: Oh, and Buffy's like, they are not fancy plate people. <laughs> they're regular plate people. <laughs> and... <laughs> I, I love that because that, that feels so real when it's like, you're like, you're having your friends over for dinner and your parents are like trying to make everything nice and like clean the house. It's like, you don't have to like, like when I live with my parents, and like, you guys would come hang out, like at my parents' house. My mom would be like, oh my god, we have to make sure everything's clean before your Same friends here. get over here. And I was just like, no, you don't. It's just like Jason and them. But, you don't need to clean the house for these people. But you
1: know what? <laughs> I've literally become that way. Like, the cycle has <laughs> continued. Um, every time somebody, like, comes over, whether it be to my apartment or to my house, I need to, like, I need to have it at least, like, I need the table to be partially cleared. Like, not to have, like, mail strewn about and, um, like have stuff in the dish, in the dishwasher or in the cabinets. It's mm-hmm. like, I'm like, oh man. And I guess maybe I just feel like everybody is my mom coming, ho- coming over. Cause like, <laughs> I-, I know that anytime my mom comes over to the house, I'll be like, oh, she's going to like look at stuff and I'll know exactly what she's thinking because yeah. I've known her for 30 years. <laughs>
0: um, I'm very. It depends for me. If I'm having like a group of people over, I typically am like, I'll, I'll want everything to be like nice. But if it's just like one person coming over to like watch a movie or something, yeah. I'll be like, eh, good enough. There's room for you to sit. I always do enjoy
1: <laughs> whenever we do have like the really fancy dinners at your place, and uh, John just goes all out, and then oh, yeah. you, you guys get out the fancy plates and the silverware and like the glasses and everything, and it is. And I mean, John, we've mentioned this before, John's an amazing cook, and mm. he puts, like, when he, like, goes all in, it's, like, one of the most impressive spreads I've ever seen. Mm-hmm.
0: You all are fancy plate people on special occasions. Yeah! <laughs> um, I also do like when Buffy has this retort about they're not fancy plate pa- people, Joyce is just like, just do it for me, okay? We never have company. It's My only true. friend is Pat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so, um, this is the impetus, though, for Buffy going into the basement, um, where she finds the dead cat. Do we really know
1: why the dead cat's there? I mean, is it just, like, is it just, like,
0: Chekhov's gun or something, like? I think so. Buffy makes the reference to, like, when they're burying the cat, she's like, sorry, you crawled into our basement and died. And I do think, I think that is something that, like cats do like if they're dying they like they try to find like a place to like um um they like hold themselves up somewhere um so i'm I'm assuming it was a stray and like was starving to death and just kind of managed to get into the basement somehow it just seems kind of random it's yeah it's kind of weird it feels like you would smell that like like that cat looked pretty pretty far gone well i mean um, they
1: smelled in done, and yeah but i mean um, hey hats off to them they actually buried it in their yard and that's actually like that's pretty sweet like you could have just like taken it to a dump or something or um like yeah. maybe not buried it in your yard but like taken it somewhere else and buried it but, I mean, they're like, oh, we'll, we'll bury you here. Yeah, they could have buried it in the neighbor's yard. <laughs> they um, buried it in Pat's yard. Pat <laughs> gets the cat. <laughs>
0: um, uh, Joyce gives a little speech um, that's not so subtly about Buffy when she's talking about the cat.
1: Yeah, it's like, oh, <laughs> you found your way home or whatever. Like, you tried to run away yeah. or something like that. I'm like, Joyce, I don't know if it's like, Clearly you're projecting, but then again a lot of people project in this
0: <laughs> oh yes um so um later however the uh the mask's eyes glow uh and the cat crawls out of its grave so that's alarming um
1: and Buffy uh once again is dreaming about her boy
0: mm-hmm um yeah, she, this time her dream is she's at the school and it's like in the middle of the day. I'm sure David Boriana's was so excited to get to like in film during the day. The day. <laughs> <laughs> Joyce and Buffy are talking about uh schools. Um they uh they're um talking about like private schools, um uh like what'd what she call it like saint mary's or some like
1: saint catholic school
0: yeah <laughs> that's what it is <laughs> um, and um they they start to kind of get into it this is where we're, we're seeing some of this tension start to bubble over some more in all
1: fairness though in this part i don't blame joyce for getting aggravated because mm-hmm. like um yeah like some of the things that buffy says like oh god an all-girls school so you expect me to go to like school with a uniform and no boys and i'm like oh buffy you are not making your case here and like and yeah and like she even though snyder is an asshole she was expelled and so i kind of have to side with joyce on this when she says like (laughs) you made some you made bad choices and you need to start um Uh, Mm -hmm. like paying for some consequences now obviously the reasons that she was expelled were not her fault right but she could have like tried to make more of a case had she not run away Um, yeah
0: yeah it's definitely obviously everything that happened to her in becoming part two none of those were anything she did but her, yeah, her, her choices after the fact of how she chose to handle it um, was poor. Yeah. um, And it makes sense. Like, it's, um, you know, I'm not, this is a, um, this is good character work. You know, people make bad choices sometimes. To quote Frozen, people make bad choices when they're mad or scared or stressed, but throw a little love their way. And then I can't remember the rest.
1: But that so- did rhyme sort of yeah that's
0: a no it's um it's the song the trolls sing
1: oh okay yeah i haven't watched Um, wow i haven't watched frozen in a while Uh,
0: i watched frozen a week ago (laughs)
1: well yeah i i I know you've been like going hard at the movies during quarantine i've like been working hard just to set up like some kind of some kind of like daily schedule so that i have a little bit yeah i don't go i don't go stir crazy even though like i'm still going to work so what are you going to do? Um,
0: I'm, yeah, I'm trying to stick to a schedule.
1: <laughs> BTW, we're still in, like, the middle of COVID-19. So, yep. yeah. Little update on that. But uh, then, um, then like, yeah, the dead cat is alive. And, yeah, um,
0: uh, it interrupts this fight that they're having.
1: Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, so, of course, um, of course, like, uh, she gets Giles um, to come and, uh, look at it, uh, which is good because, like, that's, what I, that's who I go to first. And Where did
0: Giles get that cage? Did he already have it, or did he have to go get a cage to put that cat in? I could that's easily, my question. I
1: could easily see there being, like, some kind of strange, like, animal cage in the school that he would know of. <laughs> like, I mean, like, lab I mean, animals or something like that.
0: I mean... I don't. I agree with you. There's a lot of weird shit in that school. So why not some cages? <laughs> yeah. Um, maybe it was um, the the mascot's cage before he got eaten okay. uh, back in uh, the back. Oh, um, right. um.
1: But yeah, and uh, Giles notices the mask. Mm-hmm. Um. And uh, like, she wants to. Buffy wants to help. Gels with the research, um, figure out what's going on. They don't know it's the mask. Like giles just notices not, the mask yeah. and say, like, oh, it's Nigerian. Uh but yep. but the uh but yeah, and Buffy uh but Buffy can't go back to school because she's not allowed.
0: Yep. Not allowed and yeah, and she's specifically uh Snyder has banned her from school grounds. Mm-hmm. Um so this leads to a, um, a research session in the library, Spans minus Buffy. Buffy. Um, but you know what? Buffy's never been particularly adept at research. So I'm just going to be like, I'm just saying. to just been like, okay, I'm waiting
1: for the info so then I can make a plan. Pretty much. Yeah, she's like, just standing in the, she's got her stake in hand. She's ready to go. Um, yep. And uh, here is, here's the part where, so Willow, no, it's not even Willow somebody says um oh what is this party gonna be and uh that's when like oz goes into the is this a gathering a shindig or a hootenanny which
0: this is my so favorite part good. of the episode so this good. is this conversation and the distinction between a gathering a shindig and a nanny is like when i think of this episode that's the first thing <laughs> i think about because it just really stands out um so it and, should have been okay. called
1: dead man's Nanny.
0: <laughs> okay so what the definitions are um a gathering is like it what does he say it's a small group uh brie and like soft music yeah um what does he say a, a shindig is
1: i don't remember i i uh, <laughs> the details have escaped me
0: um uh, a nanny, however is um a whole lot of hoot just a little bit of nanny. Yeah,
1: I think I think it's Giles who says like this is clearly like a, meant to be a gathering, but then of all people, it's Willow who pushes mm-hmm. like, "Hey, let's make this like a real party or a hoot nanny," and she um and she asks uh, Oz, "Band, dingos ate my baby?" To play, and I'm like, you know, this is at Buffy's house. Clearly, mm-hmm. Buffy probably. I had to think that it w- Buffy would have mentioned this was my mom's idea. So, right.
0: So,
1: like, knowing that her mom was going to be there. Now, we later find out this isn't that huge of a factor, which is actually probably my <laughs> favorite scene of the episode. But we, um, But, like, when you think, oh, if it's Buffy and her mom inviting us and she probably would have mentioned, like, fancy plates or something like that just because that's, like, the snarky thing that Buffy does... Yeah, It really does seem like Willow is going out of her... Maybe she knows that, like, oh, if it's a dinner, then we're going to have, like, an unpleasant conversation. Mm-hmm. So let's, let's make it as hard to have that conversation as possible.
0: Oh, I agree. I think that's exactly what Willow is doing. Yeah. Uh, Willow is doing everything in her power to not have to have any sort of confrontation with Buffy over this um it's why she stood her up on their like coffee date it's um and and yeah and like when we get to the party she's like pretending she can't hear buffy and like it's um yeah it's not a good color on uh on willow yeah and then um, Um, xander
1: and cordelia they're like they're just making out
0: she's dip girl (laughs) um this is also just the other thing about this this is not their house. Like, they just decide to throw a big party at Buffy's house. You can't just do that. You don't just, yeah. like... <laughs> but then again,
1: that is what high school kids do. Like, that is, that is a very stereotypical thing of high school kids. to do. That's it's true. Like, they find out, oh, like, uh, this kid's parents are gone for the weekend. We're totally going to have, like, a party there. Even if, like, the kid isn't down for it. I mean, yeah. that's, like... That's happened at so many places, um, like in so many movies and stuff. Uh, But my favorite scene of the episode is you think that Joyce would be pissed about it, but she and Pat, who came over as part of the dinner,
0: rifle time. No,
1: they're like they are pouring, they are pouring drinks and just dancing around in the kitchen, and I'm like, it's it's really cute. I mean, I don't know if. Uh, I don't know if Joyce is, like, trying to, like, be okay with what's going on with, like, Buffy and everything. If she's, like, trying to be like, okay, okay, I guess I'll meet you here. But it looks like she's actually legit having a good time.
0: She's definitely trying to play up, like, I'm a cool mom. like, <laughs> not like other Not moms. like a regular mom. <laughs> um, I also love when Pat gets to their house and... Um, so Buffy answers the door and it just felt so real the conversation they have felt so real to me um, I like flashed back to my teenage years Buffy answers the door they have like a really short very awkward conversation and then Buffy's just like do you want to talk to my mom? oh my god and yes. Pat goes yeah and then Buffy just just yells mom <laughs> <laughs> Like <laughs>
1: Dude, we got that like on the when, when we would get phone calls, we would be like, Oh hi, is your mom there? and be like, Yeah and then like mom would be like downstairs or on the other side of the house be like,
0: Mom, phone it's <laughs> Or if your parents told you to like go get your siblings for dinner and you don't even move, you hey, just scream their Matt, name. It's time to eat. <laughs> <laughs> and then of course the well, I could have done that. <laughs> 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 um so so yeah, this party is going like full fledged. It is, like, it is d- jamming. Yeah. Um, they. It becomes pretty obvious that most of the people there don't even really know Buffy. You Don't even know. There's one. There's this like stoner guy who's like, I heard this party's for some chick who just got out of rehab. Yeah. Um. And unfortunately, so, like, Buffy
1: hears that. And, oh my gosh i feel so sorry for buffy because she's like wearing a nice dress too and everything like she looks
0: darling yeah that, and like
1: honestly that's like unless it's done for comedic effect like in parks and rec when like somebody comes overdressed um out of no fault of their own to an event it like it just makes me feel really sad but on parks and rec it's hilarious. especially when it's your event yeah like. But on Parks and Rec, like, when she gets Anne to show up to that award that awards ceremony in that ridiculous dress, that was uh-huh. hilarious.
0: And that's the one, too, where she Leslie's, like, in the tux, right? And, and she it gets the haircut. The, the haircut. And Leslie, or Anne has the line where she's like, I'm Leslie's trophy wife. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good one. Yeah. Um... So, um, yeah, this is where um, we have this bit where, yeah, Willow is pretending to be distracted and can't hear Buffy, so they can't talk. Sandra and Cordelia are just, like, in everywhere. Yeah. And here, um, um,
1: and then, uh, so, like, Buffy has nobody to talk to. She can't even talk mm-hmm. to her mom. And so, uh, at around this time, Giles makes the discovery. Oh, we di- I didn't mention something that pissed me off. Um, the, uh,
0: when he misses the mask in the book, when he
1: flips through the book, comes to the page where the mask is, but he is like absentmindedly flipping while talking to them. This is during the research session. This is even before Mm -hmm. the party. And, uh, so he misses that. Now he finally finds it and he's like, oh no. So he tries to call Buffy. Um, and of course it's picked up by, like, that stupid stoner. It's like, you looking for buddy? Hey, There's no buddy, hey, buddy? There's no Buddy here. Buddy. There's no Buddy here, man. Um, so, yeah. And so, Giles is at this moment like, God, Americans. Um, yeah. Do you like my mask? Isn't it pretty? It raises the dead. Americans. <laughs> 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 now, Buffy is, like, making her uh, her big bad decision of the night. Yeah. Um, she... So she
0: overhears Pat and Joyce talking and conveniently, of course, just hears the worst part of it, mm-hmm. not not the nice things that surrounded the, the one bad thing that was said. Um, and yeah, she runs upstairs and starts... I'm not a big fan um, of
1: that. I'm not a big fan of that device and... that's used oh, no. it's so, so, so frequently. And uh, it's... I think it's weak plot uh-huh. especially like in, in a Joss Whedon show that's like kind of weak yeah. sauce especially at this point but um, yeah, Buffy runs upstairs and she like gets her bag out and she starts like putting stuff in there
0: mm-hmm.
1: now is when Willow decides that she should deem Bu- she should uh, grace Buffy with the pleasure <laughs> of her presence um, I'm sorry like I'm normally not this mean to Willow
0: no. I honestly I would make the argument that I, I think Willow comes off the worst in this episode. Um
1: and it might be because like we've seen Joyce be against Buffy before. Mm-hmm. We've like Xander's just a Chad. Um but like
0: uh But Willow is the what, biggest yeah. Chad of all this week.
1: Yeah, no, it's true. But Willow's <laughs> also kinda like always been in the corner of Buffy. Like mm-hmm. even when The angel stuff went south i mean everybody else was giving a crap for angelus and by giving a crap they weren't like saying like oh you're a horrible person for doing that but like oh it's like all angelus's fault and everything um but uh and maybe like and willow's of course the first person to understand why it happened too um right but yeah like yeah it is
0: definitely new ground to see willow and buffy on the opposite side of of an argument
1: yeah and she um and she just says like uh it wasn't just it wasn't just like i was worried about you like i was also Mm -hmm. going through all this stuff i didn't know like who to talk to um she then mentions that she's been studying witchcraft which Mm -hmm. um was not mentioned in the last episode yep so uh that's like kind of like a big thing
0: she's having serious dating with a werewolf. Yeah. Um, I think I,
1: think, I, I think the thing that concerns her more is the dating than the werewolf. Yeah. It's like werewolves I, we can handle. Dating a werewolf? Oh, hey. <laughs> um
0: and I think I think Willow's point is valid. Yes. I I think it's absolutely fair for her to be like, "Yes, I was worried about you, but also like I needed a friend to talk to." Who the fuck was I going to talk to? Xander? (laughs) Yeah, Xander um, being permanently attached to Cordelia. Even though, like,
1: Xander and Willow have been friends since they were kids. So... But, yeah, like... At this point, it's not quite as bad. But Mm -hmm. then, like, Joyce shows up. Joyce is clearly mad because she knows... Or, yeah, I think, like... I think when Willow really just, like... Throws throws away whatever shot she had at being the good person this... It's like, oh, what's going on? And Willow's is just like, oh, she's trying to leave again. And, uh, yeah. and I'm like, oh wow, like, ratted you out. To... Don't you
0: know Willow? Snitches get stitches. <laughs> like, oh man, oh. But, yeah, that
1: was that was not a good color on Willow. And so, and like, so now is when like everybody goes into attack mode. Mm-hmm. And
0: um, real quick before we get to that, I think it's just we should just mention the fact that um simultaneously, all over Sunnydale, the dead are rising. Oh, yeah, that is kind of an important part. Yeah, and, like, <laughs> Giles is trying
1: to race to there. Um, he discovers that, like, this guy that he hits with his car is actually a zombie. So then he, like, yeah. runs into his car. That's when he, like, realizes his keys are outside, so he has to hotwire his car, and yep. which is kind of sexy. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, yeah absolutely it's not (laughs) it's not the sexiest thing it's not the sexiest thing he does in this episode but we'll get there um
1: he uh i'd like to think that was like a little leftover from his uh ripper days
0: oh absolutely because he says after he does it he he has like it's um it's really easy to miss but he has a line that's like he says something along the lines of like it's like riding a bicycle yeah um so it's like (laughs) yeah (laughs) he definitely did that a lot but yeah um
1: and uh, but then, are we ready for the attack mode now? Yeah, now, let's get like, into uh, it. This, so this is so there are lots of feelings in this scene. Um, but mm-hmm. then this is like uh, this is like uh, so we're still in Buffy's room, and uh, Joyce is like Joyce has finally had it. She's like mm-hmm. going. She's finally like saying everything that she was thinking, everything she's mm-hmm. been holding in this time. Mm-hmm. And uh, Buffy, like, is in tears, which is horrible to see. And I feel like there are lots of people... I feel like there's, like, a way to look at this scene where, like, Buffy deserves this. But if somebody is, like... My philosophy is, if somebody is in so much pain and shame that they're in tears and crying, Mm -hmm. you need to dial it down, like... Mm-hmm. that you the person like attacking them needs to dial it down so buffy like yeah and so joyce really should have like pumped the brakes buffy yeah, like
0: but she's had schnapps
1: that's true she does mention <laughs> that um but yeah so then buffy like tries to like get out of the room she goes downstairs and then like then like in the uh stopping the party the music stops and everything um and then like they have it out and that's when and like joyce says like oh i don't care like about like what your friends think of me or whatever or, like uh mm-hmm. uh we like basically she's just going over the whole like you left and then buffy then says you told me to leave yeah and uh, and, and instead of like admitting or did she say that, like, she said some bad things? Does she admit to that? No, yeah, she does. Okay. She
0: does say. She's like, yes, I made a mistake, like, um, but um, but then she kind of backpedals on that. Like, she never really apologizes for it. She immediately is like, yeah, she acknowledges it, but then she's like, but you you can't, can't keep punishing me or something like that. Yeah, um, but,
1: I mean, you can, because... <laughs> <laughs> like that was like you may not have known how horrible it was at that time for mm-hmm. her but that was like literally one of the worst things you could have said and yeah and it's a kid like kids take that stuff seriously even oh, if yeah. you don't and I, yeah. I feel like joyce joyce should have known better but we already mm-hmm. talked about that in like in yeah becoming part two Then that's when Willow jumps on and that's when Mm -hmm. it gets awful when Xander piles on. He's like,
0: Xander tells her she was being selfish and stupid and it makes me so angry. It really
1: (laughs) does. I mean, because now I will say, Buffy says, none of you all know what I went through. And I can't remember if it's Xander or Willow who said like, then why didn't you just talk to us about it? Which Mm -hmm. is true. Yeah. But at the same time, Xander was basically giving everybody excuses to pile on. He's like, no, no, mm-hmm. let her finish. Like, she has a right to be mad. Like, Xander, yeah. shut the fuck up.
0: And, you know, well, that, it's interesting. When that happens, Oz is the one who tries to step in and say, hey, maybe we should all, t- like, take a step back. Um, I, like, literally, Oz is the only person in the room who, who tries to put, like give everyone some perspective and and yeah Xander snaps at him and is like no she can like let her speak um Cordelia also tries to defend Buffy by saying um um uh, god she says something about like like look at it from Bucky, Buffy's perspective she's a freak of nature and of course she picks a freak of nature for a boyfriend and, oh, like, yeah. and
1: like and Buffy finally calls out like Xander on, oh, uh, like how you've like been about Angel this whole time, and mm-hmm. and of course I don't think even I don't think even Xander apologizes for that, but he's never going. Oh no, he's never going to apologize for that because he's a fucking no. Chad. <laughs> like there are, and again there are points that the Scoobies are making yeah. that need to be said, mm-hmm. but in front of a bunch of strangers. Yeah, this and, public pile on. Yes, is and like screaming at Buffy is not the way to do it.
0: Yeah. It is, and she's like cornered. Like, yeah,
1: and that's kind of like, and again, that's kind of like how. Uh, and I may be saying this is like coming from somebody who's been in like Buffy's perspective, but like looking back, I'm like, you know, there was a way that we all could have done better to mm-hmm. confront this. Um, I take responsibility for. And I've taken responsibility since then for uh, my, my uh, actions. Nobody else has taken responsibility for their actions. But that's a, that's a <laughs> whole nother thing. That's, you know, we're not worrying about that. Um, but yeah, and like, fortunately, this is interrupted by zombies. <laughs> <laughs> Thank goodness. Yeah, if we um, have ever needed like zombies to crash a party, <laughs> it's now.
0: Um, one thing that I love... Um, it's a, it's a really quick detail, but the second the zombies like crash the party and the Scoobies go into like fighting mode, um, they are working together seamlessly yeah. as a team. Um, and it's it's such a good detail that like yes, they are they're in a bad place with each other right now, but when push comes to shove, they are the still done. a team. They get the job done and. Like, I do think this, like, this zombie thing, the zombie attack, helps them, uh, it does kind of help them weirdly, like, one, it just stops this pile on. Yeah. But I also think there's a, it gives them a bit of, like, it allows them to take a step back. Yeah, and that's, um, and that's
1: evident, like, after, like, the zombies have been taken care of. Yeah. Um, but yeah, and then, like, uh, so, Xander and Cordelia are fighting a zombie in the kitchen. Mm-hmm. That uh, that douche who answered the phone earlier, he gets his neck His snapped. neck
0: is, like, snippity snappity. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if he goes, gets like, a Jenny calendared hard. Yeah.
1: <laughs> also, in all fairness, I don't think I've ever seen, like, a, apart from this, I don't think I've ever seen a zombie, like, snap somebody's neck. Normally, they're all about the biting.
0: Yeah. I don't... I, I can't really Like, think of, even like,
1: the Fast Zombies in 28 Days Later, like, they, yeah. they're still all about that biting.
0: Yeah. All about that bite. All about that bite. <laughs> um, I... Yeah, I was gonna say, the only time I think you would really see that would be in, like, a Fast Zombie movie. But yeah, it's... Yeah, it's definitely more, like, clawing and biting is the... Um, Because they're going for the food. And in this instance, I guess that's the difference. These zombies are not there to eat. Yeah, they're just kind of there to
1: kill, looks like. Yeah, Um, Um, and get to the mask. Also, like, uh, so... Joyce, Willow, Buffy, Pat, and... um, Am I missing anybody? They run up to the room. No, I think it's those four. And, uh, Mm -hmm. like, Oz... Everybody just kind of leaves Oz behind. Like, he's like...
0: Uh, oz and cordelia get separated from the rest of the group
1: yeah i don't remember what happens um, to xander um
0: xander xander we'll was it.
1: originally with cordelia fighting off that zombie in the kitchen
0: yeah and then they need help getting the door closed and xander sends cordelia to oh, help okay. them yeah
1: but like yeah. i think cordelia is the only person who's kind of like there to make sure that like the zombies don't kill oz
0: like Willow just
1: ditched I'm like oh man Willow I mean it's
0: chaotic you know it's It's, true but I mean it's hard to
1: but I mean I feel like at this point the most important person in her life right now is Oz so I mean I feel like oh where's Oz would be like one of the first things (laughs) that would be in my mind
0: yeah um unfortunately Pat gets killed um
1: Wow, you said unfortunately. That's interesting. I mean... Uh,
0: yeah, I keep going back and forth on Pat. Like, I mean... It's
1: just... She's nice but clueless. That's, that's her yeah. thing. Um, um, and uh, Giles shows up um, killing zombies and he's like saying that uh, oh, it's like that mask. We need to destroy it. Or um, uh, before somebody wears it and then they become like the uh, Ovumabani... Um, incarnate, mm-hmm. and of course it's Pat. <laughs>
0: Immediately, Pat puts that goddamn or Pat zombie Pat puts the mask on. Um, and uh, Giles, uh, there's also just a great moment where Cordelia is like, when Giles is there, she's like, "How do we know you're not zombie Giles?" And he just goes. Oh Cordelia, do stop being tiresome! <laughs> she's like, yep, like, that's him. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> um, so uh, Pat does this like flashy thing with her eyes where she like stuns people. Yeah, I, I wasn't um, really too
1: clear on what that was, but like, um, yeah, yeah, and uh, Giles like tells Oz like, well, he and. Cordelia while Giles and Cordelia are still like trying to hold off zombies um he tells Oz like tell Buffy that she needs to like go for the eyes and Mm -hmm. um Buffy and uh Buffy and uh Pat have already been like thrown out the window and are fighting and uh and like Oz just like shows up like Buffy and then like um does the stunning thing and uh Buffy like immediately just like does a three scoop um, to just get some gets her right in the or no? She's she, oh no, she a shovel. Yeah, the shovel yeah. That they used to bury the cat. That's right.
0: And she has the one of her one of my favorite Buffy quips. Hey Pat, and then she shoves the shovel into her face, and she's like, "Major look, yeah. <laughs> yeah." You also could have um, gone
1: with like didn't see that one coming, <laughs> but no, major look just, is good.
0: I love that she. Um, I just I love that like. Oz goes to give her this information, but we see that she's kind of already figured it out herself. Yeah, and
1: then, like, Oz says like, oh, so you got it. (laughs) Yeah.
0: (laughs) Um, So, I mean, it makes sense. Like, I could see how those pieces would be put together. Like, the mask is what's doing this. And they're flashing from the eyes,
1: so... Yeah.
0: Um, Joyce asks, uh, Buffy, this is a... Uh, a typical day at the office for her, <laughs> um, and Buffy's like, eh, "This is kind of this is kind of a low key thing." Yeah, um, and um, like the I, Scoobies
1: are like kind of looking at each other, like, "All right, the like water under the bridge." Yeah,
0: let's. Yeah, um, maybe
1: not the cleanest thing to do, but I feel like going given the choices that have been made in this episode by both the characters and the writers, um, Mm -hmm. it's, like, that's probably, like, the best we can do.
0: Yeah. Um, One thing I do like about this um, is, and it's not this episode specific, but just having Joyce in the loop now, I I think just adds a lot of storytelling possibilities. Like, Mm -hmm. Joyce if the, If there was a if they did an episode about zombies attacking a party at the summers home in season two, Joyce would have been like conveniently Not on a business trip or something. Or something. Like or, yeah. um, so to to be able to see Joyce actually get to take an active part in the um in the supernatural side of the series is exciting. yeah, it's um, very
1: much like in Smallville, the more people that learn about Clark Kent's powers um mm-hmm. because keeping like a secret like Buffy being a slayer or Clark having superpowers um when you do it for so long it can really just wear out like oh my gosh how how long are they going to keep doing this
0: yeah um and it's just like i think it's just better for the supporting characters like um to be able to get to be involved in the plot. That's what I generally think whenever shows um revolve around like secret identities or something like that, they're always get better once people are brought in the know. Yeah. Typically. Um I was gonna say the immediate show that goes into my mind of um the exception to that rule is the Americans because that is so much of the tension from that show is derived from like who will find out their secret. Yeah. Um, Um,
1: I like, uh, I kind of like, um in the first two seasons of big love. I like when, uh, mm -hmm. when people do reach out to like their, their closer people, um, their significant others or stuff like that. Um, Yeah. People in the, uh, Oh god, I already forgot Bill Paxton's character's last name.
0: Uh, Hendrickson. Hendrickson. Yep,
1: that's it. Uh, wow, it's been a while since I finished season two. I should probably go back and start watching that. Um, but uh, yeah, like when members of the Hendrickson family, like uh, his oldest son or Amanda Seyfried, like when they tell mm-hmm. their significant others or their friends, it like mm-hmm. it, it's actually like a lot of the times done really well, and uh, yeah, like the response is very is very good.
0: Yeah, uh, second yeah. big love reference <laughs> in a row. Let's see how how long we can keep this streak going. What was our first one? Uh, we talked about it last week in um because the actor who played uh, Ken was on. Oh big right, love right, 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 right. Yeah. yeah. Um. So um, the next day, this is the scene that I think is hot. Like, Sexy Giles time. Oh my gosh. Oh my god. He like he basically he Giles goes to Snyder and threatens him. Yeah. Like let Buffy back into this school or I will fuck up your whole life. Um, and I was, I'm just, like, watching that scene, and I'm, like, oh, my God, like, (laughs) (laughs) No, yeah. Like, like it's it's just, like, all the things, like, I love, like, sexy dad Giles and bad boy Giles, Mm -hmm. and then you you just smushed them together. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah.
1: Yeah, like, he, so, like, does he actually, like, put his hands on Snyder, or... Um, or he does he like does... corner him? like I think he
0: I think he like happens, he puts a hand on his I can't remember exactly. Is it on like, his like a shoulder I, or something like that? Or... On his shoulder. And it's very like plausible deniability. Mm-hmm. Like I'm not actually hurting you. I'm not like I'm not touching you in any way that could be deemed threatening, but I am threatening you. Yeah. <laughs> like it's it's yeah. Um I love it. I love it. And, um, so um, I love and that, it works. I love Buffy that, is like, gonna go back to school.
1: The last two episodes of this that we've talked about, this episode and the previous one, like this season has really like gone above and beyond showing Giles's level of care for Buffy, mm-hmm. and when we reach like a certain point in this season, a certain episode, all that stuff is going to like. Be a huge factor and in come into perspective, and um, yeah, like I can't wait for us to talk about that one. Uh, yeah, yeah like, I'm just
0: generally excited for this whole season. No, because like I'm, I'm um, slowly
1: remembering all the stuff that happens in this season, and while season two might be my favorite, season three is really close behind. Like mm. it's it's so I,
0: good. I also just think generally season three is consistently higher quality that's true In season two. you
1: don't have too many go fishes or, or yeah anything like that
0: I, honestly i think this episode and then uh a, another one that we'll obviously get to later are like those two episodes are the only like lower quality episodes yeah. and i don't even think they're that bad um so yeah this is just it's a it's an exciting season to get to talk about mm-hmm. um so, um, but this episode ends with Buffy and Willow at the coffee shop and, uh, it, Willow's telling Buffy about, uh, how she's been dabbling in magic and, um, she mentions she, what she tried to like contact the spirit world and accidentally blew the power for her entire block or something, <laughs> um, which I thought was really funny. Um, and, uh, the episode ends with them kind of, um, jokingly insulting each other. And, um, it's, it's sweet. Yeah. Um, we're, we're seeing them obviously back in a much better place. Yeah. Um, and I would say that's indicative of her relationships with everyone. Mm-hmm. Um, seems to be, to be healed.
1: Yeah, we're, we're, we're in a good place going forward. And. Yeah. And I feel like i feel like that's good because we needed to get through that to get Mm -hmm. to next episode which is like where we really start getting into what this season is all about and
0: yeah yeah yeah
1: i am i'm so ready
0: me too um so yeah that's the episode um uh, yeah, I, we've talked as we've already said. It's not the best episode. It's um, kind of middle of the road. The zombie thing is fine. Um, it it's there. It's not like I I have nothing to say about the yeah, zombies nothing, other than there are yeah, zombies. the zombies
1: are just kind of like there because oh, it's an episode of Buffy. Um, yeah, and like we need to have something supernatural. We need to have something that like you know, knocks everybody out of, like, this crazy pile on of Buffy.
0: I almost wonder if someone was, like, listening to the um, the Oingo Boingo song, yeah. Dead Man's Party, and was like, ooh, Dead Man's Party, that's a good episode title. What could that episode be about? Uh, what if there were a party? And what if there were zombies at that party?
1: Maybe they just, like, <laughs> wanted this to be, like, a lot of plot episode. To like mm-hmm. we need to like wrap this up and move on to like the main story of the season. And uh they're like, oh well, you know, let's like they didn't want to throw in something as obvious as vampires, so they threw in zombies.
0: Yeah. Um so I'm gonna give this episode uh two and a half out of five of Pat's empanadas. God damn it,
1: you took exactly what I was oh, gonna say! <laughs>
0: Oh my god, I cannot believe you. Wow. Alright. Fine. I'm going to give this episode
1: two and a half coffee dates that got stood up by Willow.
0: Excellent. But You literally um, took what I was
1: going to say. I'm like, oh, yes. damn it.
0: Um, do you have a drinking game for this, this episode?
1: Um... I feel like the easiest one would be like drink anytime you feel awkward for any of the characters. <laughs> okay, um, all right. I guess like uh, guess like drink anytime you see Pat and you're like why? <laughs>
0: <laughs> I w- I was gonna say um, drink anytime Pat noses into somebody else's business. <laughs> 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 Pat's a busybody. she's such a busy like if this were a sitcom pat would be like the drop-in neighbor yeah who she'd be the kimmy gibbler um (laughs) Uh, all right um i do have one little bit of a little bit of trivia um so there was a line uh cut uh joyce was uh talking about principal snyder and said uh have you ever noticed his teeth they're like tiny rodent teeth horrible gnashing little teeth you just want to pull them out with pliers wow <laughs> um wish that line had stayed in yeah um. and you know what's really
1: funny like snyder and quark from deep space nine both characters played by armin shimmerman um mm-hmm. There are similarities to them. But at the same time, Cork is like that kind of like depraved, lovable guy. Mm-hmm. And God, I just hate Snyder. Ugh. Oh my God.
0: And Arvin Shimmerman, like what a gem. He yes. is so good. Um, he was I, I, this, I was, I was reading an article about him or something. He like, because he was doing Buffy and Deep Space Nine at the same time. Um, and sometimes on the same day... Which is have crazy, to, like,
1: because, like, he would have had to have done Deep Space Nine first for mm-hmm. all that makeup, because, like, uh, yeah. this was, like, TNG-related, not Deep Space Nine-related, but uh, I remember they um, when I, like, when I went to a panel that had, like, the cast of The Next Generation on there, um, Michael Dorn, who played Worf, and Brent Spiner, who played Data, uh, would talk about how, like, they would have to get there, like, maybe four or five in the morning if like Mm -hmm. shooting started at seven because of the makeup that they had to do
0: yeah and i'm sure you know data and Worf's makeup is i mean i'm obviously extensive but i'm sure the uh the makeup for quark yeah it was
1: crazy because like that also has the teeth in there like Mm -hmm. i I think like yeah because they have like the curled teeth not the ones that you would want to pull out or whatever but uh, um (laughs) <laughs> yeah like and also there are also like so many aliens on deep space nine like that makeup department mm-hmm. was busy as hell because like oh, consistently yeah. you had cork um in later seasons you had wharf and um mm. you had odo odo um and uh i mean uh kira had the um had the nose ridges and dax had like the spots um yeah those weren't those uh,
0: wouldn't take super long but still i mean it's
1: yeah it's still it something does take a little bit of time yeah it's still something and then like that's not to say like oh what about all the supporting characters like garrick sure. or rom or uh yeah like all the other aliens that would uh, be yeah. in there
0: and so much of the supporting cast were either um um either, like, Jem'Hadar, Cardassian, um, Cardassian, Bajoran, or Changeling. Those are, like, your four most common Mm -hmm. alien species on that show. And, yeah. So, good for Deep Space Nine. Yeah. Um.
1: Rock on, Deep Space uh, Nine. so,
0: yeah, so that's, um, that is Dead Man's Party. Do you have any, any other, any other thoughts about Dead Man's Party?
1: Um, not really. I think, like, I think a lot of the stuff that I had to say about it, I said, like, at the beginning of the episode, but uh, I like that we talked about it, and I like that um, I like that you said that, because uh, at first I thought like, oh, maybe I think the Scoobies are being unfair because I've been on Buffy's side of it, but I'm glad that you also think that, like, the Scoobies were being unfair to her, uh-huh. that, like, that made me feel a little better, I'm like, okay, <laughs> so I'm not, like, I'm not the as big a douche as i originally thought i was <laughs> <laughs>
0: not as big yeah
1: no i i i fully claim my douchiness so i just want to make sure that the magnitude is proper <laughs> uh,
0: i will always let you know the magnitude of your douche
1: oh man that's a, that's a quote for the ages man
0: mm-hmm. i my goal is that one day we get one of the have you, you seen those like twitter like accounts that are like no context like the good place and no context Buffy and it's just random quotes from the show just presented completely out of context I want I want one of those for us all right that's my goal that someone does that I like so, it yeah it's no. like booze I and
1: Buffy to... minus context
0: I like <laughs> it all right are you ready uh to outro this bitch let's
1: do a proper outro this time
0: um uh, <laughs> all right uh, thank you for joining us on Booze and Buffy. We will be back next week with Faith, Hope, and Trip. I am excited. Me too. Um, I'll,
1: if you get like, uh, you'll guys find out next week which of those things I'm most excited about. Um, Hope. I'm Jason. You can find <laughs> me on Instagram, at, on Instagram and Twitter. Uh, on Instagram it is uh, YamiJ three five seven. On Twitter, it is uh, just Yami J. And uh, also on Facebook.
0: Uh, I'm Harrison. You can find me on Instagram at Harrison Alexander Kaufman and on Twitter at Harrison Kaufman.
1: And you can find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Booze and Buffy, the and is spelled out. Or you can email us at BoozeandBuffy at gmail.com. Again, and is spelled out.
0: You can also find us on YouTube. We will release a short video with each episode, where we will discuss spoilers and foreshadowing and et ceteras that we can't talk about on the podcast. Also, please don't forget to rate uh, and review us on Apple Podcasts and subscribe um, or wherever you get your podcasts. I got that so out of order, but you, you understand the you, message. You're okay.
1: <laughs> um, all right. Each week, we like to give a shout out to a worthy charity or nonprofit this week we're highlighting direct relief direct relief is a humanitarian aid organization active in all 50 states and more than 80 countries with a mission to improve the health and lives of people affected by poverty or emergencies without regard to politics religion or ability to pay direct relief is working in overdrive to get protective gear and critical care medications to as many health workers as possible as quickly as possible with emergency deliveries leaving daily for medical facilities across the united states obviously they have like been in overdrive due to the pandemic Mm -hmm. which when this episode initially launches we're almost certainly still going to be in unfortunately Um, hopefully not for too much longer but who knows either way visit directrelief.org for more information
0: yeah and as always go slay
1: and be gay
0: bye